everyone, and welcome to Love in Your Life. This is Dola, your host. And you know, um, anyone that's listened to me in the past, um, I'm always thinking of what makes the difference between people who seem to choose the right career path, the right life partner, make the right choices for themselves, and those who struggle with that, who still have no idea what uh, what the right career was for them or is for them, even though they're in mid-career, um, you know, time frame, or the right life partner. They, they think they didn't select the right person or they haven't selected anybody yet because they don't know what the right person is and how to measure that and how to how to, you know, anticipate whether it's a, it's going to be successful or not. And some of us have fear about making the wrong choice. So I'm always thinking about what makes that difference. And um, of course, emotional intelligence always features prominently in my thinking because of my training, of course, and my readings. But I also see it work in everyday life. And, you know, remember that emotional intelligence, our level of it, influences our performance, our decision-making, and our behavior. So if you, you know, look at that as a backdrop for what we talk about on the show, it's always appropriate to bring it up because uh, to the extent that we have emotional intelligence and how we score on a scale of emotional intelligence in the various, um, you know, dimensions, we might be more, um, we might explain to ourselves why we we aren't so um, confident in our decision making. We aren't, um, you know, our behavior is leading us astray because we aren't behaving in a way that is thoughtful. We're more reactive, right? Um, and our performance is sort of dictated by the behaviors and the and the perform uh, and the decisions we're making. So you know we're not really happy with that either. And so I started thinking about what makes that difference and how do we get there. And then you know of course I go back to my uh, you know my psychology with um, you know being raised uh, by parents who are most often, you know, daunted by the whole aspect, uh, by the whole, by the whole, um, you know, aspect of raising a child from, you know, a tiny infant to adult and making all the right choices. And very often you talk to parents and they say, oh God, I, I blew it. I, I didn't make the right choices. I didn't do this well. I didn't do that well. And so, you know, I, I understand that most of us feel inept when we begin and they always, you know, you know, Parents always say to me, well, you know, there's unfortunately no book that tells you how to raise a child. So I just blew it in a number of ways and I tried to do the best I could. And that's true. I, I believe in my heart of hearts that every parent tries to do the best they can or is doing the best they can, I should say, because um, they don't really, I don't know, the, that word try is is sort of a misnomer, right? Because what we do is what we do, you know, um, you know. We don't try to do it, we do it. So um, so I started to think about the self-awareness thing, you know, which is a, a component aspect of emotional intelligence. To the extent that you are self-aware, you have greater um, emotional intelligence, right? That's one of the scales is the measurement of self-awareness. And 
self-awareness is really um, not, you know, is is the knowledge really at the at the core, is 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 not what we do. You know, it's not self-awareness doesn't have to do with whether we are a teacher or an engineer or whether you know, even though what we do and you know is 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 important because it is it reflects. Um, hopefully that which we came here to accomplish on some level and, and our contribution to, you know, humanity, humanity um, society and the world, um, you know, we need to do that, but, but that's not who we are. So that self-awareness goes a little bit deeper, right? It's a little bit more soulful when we ask ourselves, do you know who you are? It is not you know, who you are related to, or how many children you have, or, you know, how much money you have, or what car you drive, that's not the kind of self-awareness we're talking about. We're talking about the soulful awareness of who am I in this manifestation, in this human manifestation, so that I can make the proper decisions and select the proper profession um, for myself and the proper partner, like partner, right? So I I began to think about how important self-esteem is and that whole gamut of um, reflections for um, helping us decide properly and helping us um, be the best that we can be and do what we came here to do. All of those things are sort of um, balled up in this notion of awareness and um, how in touch we are with our um, our value, our worth. And very often you'll see that people's problems are um, coming from a lack of self-esteem. How they are holding themselves and valuing themselves is flawed because they don't think they are enough. And so when we don't think we are enough, we have a lack, you know, our self-esteem is suffering. And therefore that sort of gets involved in that whole um, making decisions that are inappropriate for ourselves or don't stand the test of loving ourselves and valuing ourselves. The decisions we make, the behavior we we engage in, and the, all those things become a reflection of our lack of self-esteem or our flawed self-esteem. So it becomes an issue like where do we get our self-esteem? How do we how does it get developed? And why how can we help ourselves in getting a better gaining a better sense of who we are and our contribution and our value. And so again, it's sort of like what comes first, the chicken or the egg, right? So our uh, better self-esteem will get us to make decisions that are appropriate because we are following our intuition, our gut, and we're more respectful of ourself, right? So to the extent that we respect ourselves, we are more apt to, um, we have a greater propensity to make decisions that are that correlate with who we are at the core, and we, we're not listening to the noise outside. We're more um, we're more in tune with the 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 gut, the intuition, the messages that come from inside our heart and soul. And um, so it, it's it's very I, I guess it features very very prominently 
in our time here because to the extent that we have that good positive self-esteem, we are making decisions that not only serve us, but in the long run cause us or allow us to love ourselves and value ourselves in a way that we are um, not really prone to depression or, uh, you know, sadness, uh, you know, in inordinate periods of time where we are sad and we are uh, feeling a lack of worth and we are feeling that we don't really, you know, have any place here. We don't know our place or we question our place or whatever. I mean, I think, you know, when you look at self-esteem and how it comes about, it, it, it is very important for us to sort of grab this idea, understand where we got our initial levels of self-esteem, and if we are suffering in any way there, how do we get better and formulate a plan for getting better? And that's why, again, emotional intelligence is so crucial because we need to value ourselves so that we are, you know, aware of our worth so that we select appropriately, we behave appropriately, and therefore our performance reflects all of that, you know, positivity. So, you know, when we dig back into our, you know, development stages and, you know, like I said, all parents are doing the best they could, but sometimes they are not so good at what what we need um, as we're growing up. And this is not to put them down, but to say that sometimes we have to get it for ourselves as we develop ourselves and we become more independent of our parents. We say, well, you know, that was then and I didn't understand that. I didn't understand that that's where I got my um, my thoughts about myself, my feelings about myself. But now I'm going to relook at that and value myself for myself. That's kind of where I'm going with this is sometimes you have to give it to yourself. You know, it, some of us are lucky and our parents have valued us and held us, you know, to a, a high esteem. And we obviously live up to that, you know, because when we when we're given that as a child, we all we do is that's what we know. It's what our parents told us or what our parents are showing us. And if we're lucky and we have those parents that are reflecting those positive uh, thoughts and feelings about who we are, you know, we're going to grow up with a strong sense of self. And even if our, uh, you know, our style is not their style, I, you know, recall my own parents you know, never having any kind of judgment about our fashion design, you know, our, our fashion or our style. And, you know, my, mine was always a little bit off center and nobody really questioned that, you know, my even though my mother bought me, you know, clothes and all of that stuff, um, it wasn't about, a, you know, sort of a judgment about you're a little bit too this or too that. And you're a little bit, you know, my, I had four siblings and you know, whoever else they were, I never heard a judgment about any of that. I just, you know, know that we accepted um, each other for our, our uniqueness 
And that was a very positive, it turns out that that was a very positive thing to do because um, when we are judged, you know, look at today in the social media when people are cyberbullying because we don't like what somebody looks like or what somebody uh, hair, what somebody's hair color is or, you know, what they do for a living or how they, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, the, the, I've judged myself um, in terms of social media, you know, looking at why does, why does somebody have to be on social media, you know, with images of themselves constantly? I mean, I've done that. I've judged them because I've said, you know, why do you have to be on social media telling every little detail of what you do? But in essence, if that's what somebody wants to do or if that's what somebody feels, you know, compelled to do or led to do for whatever reasons they are, it's not for our, us to judge it. It's for us to accept that there must be a reason for it and just sort of let that go. And just like we do with each other's styles or each other's choices in, in spouses or, you know, whatever it is, the choices that we make is like, it's all okay. And when you look back at yourself, not to judge yourself first and foremost and say, it's okay to be a little, you know, uh, like my style's a little bit more uh, off-center than most of my friends, for example. And I never really judged that, I think because my parents didn't. And it turns out that that was a good thing, right? So even though pe people say, well, you could wear that, but I couldn't or something like that, or, you know, that's Dola's style and, and it's sort of sounds like it might be a judgment. <laughs> I don't really take it that way because I guess because everybody accepted me growing up that that's what I, you know, what I chose. And um, I think the only reason I didn't go right to the selected profession that I probably ought to have earlier in my life is because I didn't receive the guidance. I didn't have parents that, you know, were highly educated that could, you know, really coach me in that regard. And maybe some people that are listening will, will identify with that. But most parents today that are my age, that are, you know, reflecting back at how they raise their kids would really um, probably be better than my mom's and my father's ge generation because they knew better and they went to college most often. And so they were high, higher educated so that they could, you know, have that perspective for their children that says, you know, I think I see in you this and, you know, what do you, I, I know a lot of parents that have had conversations with their kids about that stuff. And, um, you know, said, this is what I see in you. What do you think? And, you know, that's a very powerful thing. And I'm a little bit envious of it, but, you know, it turned out okay. I, I mean, I guess in, at the end of the day, it really does always work out. But the self-esteem part, I think, is really crucial. I don't think you can get away with feeling bad about yourself and not valuing yourself because I think that that's when you go down the wrong path. I think that that's sort of a definite way to not make the right decisions for yourself and that you don't want to do. So to get the right self-esteem and to serve yourself best is to really value yourself and have that, you know, um, awareness, that self-awareness that says I'm valuable, I'm worth something. It's not, you know, about, uh, you know, uh, comparing myself to another person. It's about doing 
what is best for me and for my my soul's evolution, if you will. And so I, I think that, you know, for those of us that are rejected for jobs or whatever, it's 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 best when you have a higher self-esteem because you don't take that as a pure and simple, I'm not good enough. You take that as that must not have been worth, uh, you know, it must have not been meant for me. And you look at it with a different, um, from a different perspective than somebody who has a lower self-esteem. I think, you know, you, you all know what I'm talking about. Self-esteem is really the way that we feel about ourselves, that we value ourselves. It's our level of self-confidence in who we are and how we show up. And you know what? The the bottom line is if anything has been uh, a teacher this year to us, it's that everybody has a place and that each of us is valued and valuable no matter what we look like or what we, um, you know, show up as and what our preferences are or any of that stuff. We're all in the same um, human being uh, status and we each we each deserve the, the proper uh, acceptance for, for what we're here to do, for what we're here to accomplish. And, and no matter, you know, what, um, it's all okay. And I think if we could, you know, go back to our childhood and, and, you know, love ourselves back to a level of self-confidence that allows us to feel good about ourselves, I'll bet that would really facilitate most of our decision making for ourselves. And we would do we'd be, be so much more likely to end up in the right career and with the right spouse and with the right, you know, life partner or whatever, and 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 really embrace the true essence of who we are and not worry about what anyone thinks about that. If there are any more people in the world that are going to think about that or say something about that. And if they do, it's okay too um, to not be, to be impervious to those kinds of comments, to really love yourself so much that it's okay if you don't like it. You know, um, I don't always like everything everybody does and says and what everybody wears, but it's perfectly acceptable what they love and who they love and what they wear and all that stuff. And I guess the lesson is just, you know, acceptance, but self-esteem really, really is first of first and foremost about yourself and how you feel and value yourself. And once you do that, I think it's so much easier to value everyone else because you see in you, everyone, and you see in everyone, you, you know, it's kind of like, you know, that. I hope I made sense anyway. Um, so until next time, everyone, I'll leave it there. Thank you for listening, everyone. And don't forget to live with love in your life, personally and professionally. Bye now. <laughs>